0: We're back! Welcome to Season 2 of Friends Fit 40s. We're going to tell you a little bit about our summer. We're going to get you all set for this new fall season. And, of course, we're going to give you some homework. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation
1: over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today
0: and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Welcome back, Laura. We're back for season two. We are. We are so excited to be here for a second season with you all. So, if you haven't been listening, I am Stephanie. And I am Laura. And we are two working moms who teach in the same Midwest school system. Laura works with preschoolers and I work with middle schoolers. Yep. And although that is an age different, they are very similar in many ways. Yes, we both deal with our share of crazy every single day. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we love it. And Stephanie, what are we? We are Podcasters. We
1: are. We can add that to our resume if we want to, because we have a whole season
0: under our belt. So now we work with three year olds and we're podcasters. That is right. And we work with 11 year olds and we're podcasters. We are also on a fitness journey. Yes, we are. And a wellness journey. Yes, Laura. That's it. Then that's why we're here with you all today. So Laura, talk to us about that moment two years ago. I can't believe it's been two years. Right. So I just
1: had a moment where I had that lug, that molasses, that feeling not loving myself and my own skin. And I wanted to do something different. And so we've been going into the gym and we've been doing things at the gym. But I mean, it really was probably the combination of not doing the nutrition that needed to be done with what was doing at the gym that made the lug. And so I turned to Stephanie and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do something different. And this is what I'm going to do because I can't keep going in this direction. And she was like, okay, I'll join you. Like not planning to do that when we went to the gym that day. So when we got back. So it was,
0: she just kind of was like, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. I'll join on. (laughs) Laura scared me because she looked at me and she took this really deep breath like there is something that's going to come that is like a moment. And it really was a moment. I'll never forget it. I was sitting in her car. Um, It's one of those moments in my life where I remember like what I was doing. It was in the afternoon. The sun was out. It was in July. And our lives changed. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Two two years years later. later. What happened after that? We fumbled through a lot of stuff.
1: We did. Um, (laughs) Weights, dumbbells, barbells, cables, and running, which was something that I had never done before. In fact, I used to say I wouldn't run unless someone was chasing me. But Stephanie had dabbled in it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And done a, a few races and done a time in her life when she did run.
0: Yes. I would never consider myself a runner. I just considered myself somebody that had some extra calories to burn one afternoon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So fast forward two years later, here we are. And we're both runners. Yes. We are. We are runners. We are podcasters. We are teachers. And moms. And moms. And wives. And wives. Yeah. So all of those roles, we own them, we love them, and we're happy. Yes.
1: Yeah. And we have really figured out ways to hone our best selves and bring our best days intermixed with the cloudy ones. Yeah.
0: This not every day is a cup of sunshine. No. And um, those gray days still happen. We are real, right? Yes. But the number of happy days versus the number of gray ones have just pretty much switched in their numbers from two years ago till now. And so we want to share that with you all. Both of us entered this thing thinking that we weren't those people. We weren't the fitness people. We weren't the nutrition people. We weren't the people that were going to be able to be the Zen, the yoga, the all these things that we looked out in this world and saw these people who they were. And I feel like Laura and I kind of cracked open that wonder. Yes. We researched and figured out what worked for us. And then we identified more problems (laughs) (laughs) along the way. Always. And we researched those things, too. And so we just want to let you know that even if you're 40, even if you're 50, even if you're 60.
1: Even if you've never lifted a weight in your life, never, if you've never been to the gym, you never put one foot in front of the other and run a minute. Yes. You can.
0: You can. And we've done it and we have messed up every step of the way and we've laughed and we've grown closer as friends and we keep doing it. Yeah. Yes. we Keep doing it every day. One of the cornerstones of our ability to work out regularly and to do it even when we're exhausted or even when our schedule is just absolutely packed full is our friendship. We have committed with each other that we're going to do this thing and we're going to make this thing, this workout thing, a priority. So I was reading about this Harvard grant study. Laura, have you heard
1: about this? You know, I hadn't actually until you brought it up, Stephanie. <laughs> right? I can
0: always count on you to bring the research. So this study is absolutely fascinating because it's a longitudinal study. That means that it is a study that's taken place over many, many years. And a longitudinal study can be like a 10-year study. I mean, that's that's kind of what a longitudinal study is as opposed to like a year or a month or two. But this Harvard study has taken the place over eight decades. That's crazy. And so like when you were telling me about it, they were saying how
1: it, I mean, People have passed on. Right. And, you know, people are like researchers have passed on. So there's like it's it's completely changed
0: and evolved as the study's gone on because it's taken place for so long.
1: Right. Kind of crazy. It is.
0: It blows my brain. I want to dig into this even so much more. But the study started in 1939 to 1944 with Harvard University graduates. I think they recruited them when they were sophomores. Now, these were all male. That is maybe one of the constraints of the study. They looked at these men over the course of their entire lives, trying to figure out what leads to a healthy life, what leads to a happy life, those kinds of things. And this is what they found out. Above anything else, relationships... Good
1: relationships, positive relationships.
0: Yes, are more indicative of your health later on in your 80s even than anything else, including your cholesterol levels. That's insane. Cholesterol is important and all of those things, but you got to pair that with your great social connections or else it's not going to maximize your health throughout your life. And your longevity, yeah. And so um, people with positive social connections, healthy social connections, live longer than lonely people. I mean, it makes sense because...
1: You know, your brain is an amazing part of your body. And there's so many studies out there that when you have those healthy relationships, like different parts of your brain get bigger and grow. So your brain is
0: thriving and therefore your body is too. And so I'm also wondering now about how about those like hormones, like those happy hormones that happen mm, yes. when you're hanging out with people? How does that impact like your memory and your overall health and all that kind of stuff? So I've got to look into that some more. We'll find out some answers and get back to you. Get back on that. to you. Yeah. But you've also noted that with younger children, that social relationships are important
1: as well. Oh, most definitely. And there's a whole curriculums out there based on making those positive, playful Interaction, connections with children as teachers. And then, of course, encouraging parents to do the same, because as teachers, we found that if you make a positive relationship with a child, they're going to listen to you better. They're going to engage in learning easier. They're going to just have better behaviors overall. And so it like, again, it gets goes back to that brain and making that part of your brain stronger by engaging in those social connections. And a lot of it has to do with touch with children, you know, like positive touch. So finger plays and high fives and pats on the backs, that, that connection, they strive for that.
0: So Laura, I'm going to have you unpack finger plays because I understand high fives and I understand pats on the back, but I have no clue what you're talking about with that one. So,
1: I mean, a finger play can be something as simple as you know the old rhyme, where is thumpkin? Oh, okay. And so you're, you know, you're putting some motions, some actions with your fingers with a song to help children remember. I mean, that's one way we remember is if you can do something active with it, with whatever you're learning, you'll tend to remember it better. So okay, we do a lot of finger plays in preschool.
0: All right. Well, we don't do finger plays as much when we're in middle school. <laughs> Probably not. However, I'm hoping that If I continue to have warm, quality relationships with my teenage children, they may respond to me in a more positive way.
1: I think that sounds
0: great. (laughs) I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because I haven't seen it this week, but maybe next week. (laughs) I mean, it was the first week of school. Right. So. Exactly. So. This makes it all that much more important to think about finding our friends as an adult and that um, cultivating those friendships and relationships with a significant other as well. These things take time. They take energy. You've got to figure this out in between the trips to soccer and the trips to the grocery store and the trips to gymnastics and cheerleading and all the things that you do. Right. And the trips to the gym. Right.
1: I mean, if you don't have a fitness friend.
0: Exactly. One of the things that we focused on is thinking about, okay, how do you, in your 40s, figure out how to foster these relationships with these people out in the world? Right. Because you're not, you know, as a child, you're going to school and you
1: might sit next to someone new and then you play with them on the playground, you eat lunch with them and they become your friends. That doesn't necessarily happen in your 40s unless you start a new job and you become a friend with somebody at work. So you have to look
0: elsewhere. Yes. Some of the things that I've tried to do recently, and I'm thinking about some of the friendships that I've made most recently, because these are the ones that I was more cognizant about developing just because we were doing this podcast. Standing outside in my front lawn as our new neighbors moved in and we had new neighbors move in on each side of us. Making that extra effort to go and say hi to them, bake them chocolate chip cookies or protein balls or whatever it was, gifting them flowers, and then trying to have conversations with them. When you see them. Yeah. So our one neighbor moved in about a year ago. You know, I invited her over uh, for a glass of wine on the patio. I invited her over for a game night. Now I'm texting her memes or texting her, hey, have a great trip. If she's uh, going somewhere, those kinds of things, because I'm working on fostering that relationship. She's a really cool person. And I'm like, yeah, you're somebody that I would really enjoy a friendship with. Sounds great. Yes. Another friendship that I have fostered uh, recently is a new employee at my school, and she is not from around where we live. And when she came in and I started talking to her, we had this immediate connection over books. Oh, I love that. Right. And so it's been a year and I have now we text back mm-hmm. and forth a little bit. We haven't really done anything outside of school yet, but I can tell that the day is coming. i will say, hey, do you want to go to a cup of coffee or do you want to do something else um, with me? And I think that she would do it. But it's been kind of a slow process and I've kind of let it go just to see, is this somebody that I can connect with? Right. And, you know, I think as
1: an adult, that time piece that we mentioned can be a little bit longer. So like a year, yes, you know, to really form that close relationship.
0: Another thing that happens with our neighborhood is that we have a neighborhood Facebook page. And so oftentimes somebody will post on that Facebook page, hey, I need somebody to go on a walk at 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. or something like that. And that's another way to kind of figure out, are there folks in my neighborhood that live close to me that could be that fitness front? Right. You want to be active with me. So once you start developing those friends and cultivating those friends, then you got to put yourself out there.
1: (laughs) Right. You've
0: got to be vulnerable and honest um, with them. That's the scary part. Yeah. Trust them that you can tell your stories and that they're going to listen. But you also have to be that listener. You do. That can
1: be the hard part because you want to chime in or share your stories, but you have to make sure you're that listening ear.
0: And I oftentimes think about who's somebody that I can invite to coffee that I haven't. Seen for a while and what kind of questions can I ask them about what's going on in their lives? Maybe um, I've noticed some things on Facebook or I know what their job is like and can ask them questions about their job or vacations or that kind of thing. And that helps to kind of ease into those conversations again. Those are all great ideas. So, some low risk ideas for just meeting your friends and kind of building those relationships with other people, or sending texts and memes. I mean, memes are super low risk because yes. you don't even need to respond to them. Right?
1: You right? Can just even just a like or a haha, you know, and yes. and that's all there is.
0: And uh, then off asking them to go to a movie or a group of people to go to a movie. Hey, I'm going to a movie tonight. If you want to come, here's where it is. Or joining somebody at a happy hour somewhere. Yes.
1: And you're in one of your local restaurants.
0: Exactly. Having a game night and just inviting a bunch of people over and see who shows up. Just 10 people, game night. Come on over at 7 o'clock, bring a snack and see if that works. Or a book club. You could start a book club with oh, people. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, that's From kind of the librarian. Right. (laughs) Uh That's kind of low risk, too, because you all have something common to talk about, which Mm -hmm. is that book. Right. We are so excited for season two of Friends Fit 40s. So this is your one and only sneak peek of our programming this season. Oh, I'm so excited. What are we going to start with, Stephanie? Well, of course, we have to start with back to school organization and being healthy. Yes, because that is a whole
1: different routine for some folks, especially teachers, especially teachers who have spouses who are teachers. So essentially the whole household's going back and starting a new routine.
0: And of course, Laura has some amazing tips to go with that. So we're going to pick her brain and figure out all those things. And we may all be eating celery by the end of that episode. <laughs> we're going to talk about this thing that Laura calls Far Fig Nugans. Otherwise known to the rest of the running world as fartlicks. We've been trying out all different kinds of fartlicks and we can't wait to tell you about them. Yes. We'll even define fartlicks for you in that episode. We're going to talk about training for our first 10K,
1: which is really just on the road to our half marathon. Yes. And then we have this thing that we have been interested in, but it just got way too hot this summer. And we want to do some nature bathing and really get out there
0: amongst the wildlife on our trails. So we will be fully clothed while we're doing this. Don't you worry. It might sound weird. And so we'll tell you if it felt weird. On that episode, and then we have
1: a really awesome episode that's going to be all about the 5K that we
0: created, and it's going to be going on its third annual year. I cannot believe it! I am so excited about this. So you get to hear all about our jingle kringle and the stories that go with that. We've been saving that up just for you all this season. We're going to talk about holiday gift suggestions because Laura is going to have some fantastic ones. She is our shopper. And we're also going to talk about holiday food suggestions and
1: how to get through the holidays and still be able to button your pants when you return to work.
0: And also be happy during that whole time, too. Yes, because you don't want to just eat
1: celery all holiday season, but it is about balance.
0: Yeah, you got to put some sweets with that celery. You do. (laughs) Mix it all together. Little sugar cookie, little celery. And, of course, we will be ending with our training for our first half marathon. In, like, the happiest place in the world. Disney World. Guys, we already have our tickets. We are going. We are excited. So, this season is going to be fantastic, and we are excited for you to join us on this ride Just a reminder, we drop on Monday mornings, so you can check us out, actually starting at 12 a.m. Eastern Time on Mondays for each of our new episodes of Friends Fit 40s. Laura, it is now time for our weekly homework,
1: and unfortunately, we're no longer in the summer edition, so this is just the weekly homework.
0: It's the weekly homework. It's the real stuff. So for this week, we are going to be like the first week of school and kind of ease in on it as Uh, in do you have your supplies right did you go shopping because if you're at our local stores they
1: the school supplies are gone right (laughs) like so you might need to get on amazon get something sent to you so that you can do the weekly homework along with us
0: i actually ordered my crayola markers online from target because they didn't have any i know i just got 15 packs of crayola markers in the mail today They are completely gone
1: in multiple stores. It's kind of crazy. I think everyone missed going back to school last year, so they just like bought extra this year.
0: I think so. So you might need to find your notebook online at Amazon or Target or some other local business. You might be able to find that. For our podcast, you need a notebook.
1: (laughs) Make it a fun one. Make it one that you enjoy writing in, something that maybe inspires
0: you or decorate it to make it be inspirational to you. Of course, since we are equal opportunity, your notebook could be digital if you want it to be. And uh, this week, what we want you to do is just take stock of your relationships. Who did you visit with over the summer? Who do you want to call? Like, Who did you visit with and who do you have left to think about and visit with? Who do you want to reach out to? Who do you want to send a quick note to? Because you guys, snail mail is so fun. It really is. I mean, what's better than getting snail mail, like a letter addressed to you? I love that. Yes. And so make a list and brainstorm all of these ideas. And then, of course, you need to have some action because that follow through piece can be so hard. So. Our goal for you all and our goal for ourselves is to connect with at least two new somebody's this week. This could be a new somebody in that you haven't talked to them for six months. It could be a new somebody in that you haven't talked to them since high school. It could be a family member that you need to connect with. But make a goal to connect with two new somebody's this week after, of course, you find your notebook. So enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness
1: with others. You got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends.
0: Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.